Today's episode of the WAC Podcast is brought to you by Hercules Tires, the official tire of the Western Athletic Conference. And now here's your host, Eric Danner. Welcome to the WAC Podcast, Eric Danner with Chris Thompson, the Assistant Commissioner for Media Relations for the Western Athletic Conference. Going to talk some quick football here before we get to Paul Peterson, who's our guest this week on the WAC Podcast. He's the head football coach at Dixie State. Chris, having you on here. We, we had the first WAC football conference game in 3,199 days. It's been a little while. Yeah, I think uh, Commissioner Jeff Hurd might have been marking those on his wall um, <laughs> to get, get into that number. I mean, uh, last Saturday, uh, the, the word I keep coming back to was just fun. It was just fun having college football back. Um, a lot of work. Still love all of our other sports, but there's just something special about a Saturday morning, afternoon, evening in September and, and college football going on. And seeing that WAC logo on the field and – the first uh, conference game was Stephen F. Austin hosting Tarleton. The Texans jumped out to a 10-0 lead, and then Stephen F. comes back and scores 20 to get the first WAC victory in those 3,199 days. Yeah, I, I don't think we could pick a better game to uh, start football off again, uh, <laughs> WAC football. Um, battle of the purple-clad purple, the purple clad teams there, three purple-clad teams in <laughs> WAC football out of six. But, um, yeah, a, a great game between SFA and, and Tarleton, and I think it um, – uh, if, if the rest of our games are like that, we're, we're going to have an exciting year. Paul Peterson, uh, a quick sneak peek. He, he mentions he hates the color purple. Uh, well, he's in the wrong league. <laughs> so he's in the wrong league. They're playing Weber this week, who's also a purple team. Okay. So going to see yeah. plenty of purple coming up this year. The uh, WAC Ticket Smarter Players of the Week, a couple from that game. Uh, let's start with the Offensive Player of the Week, Trey Self, the quarterback for the Lumberjacks. Yeah, Trey really stepped up for uh, SFA this week. Uh, completed 18 to 26 passes, 235 yards, touchdown. Uh, he had a 157.8 efficiency rating. Um, hard, hard to get much better than no, that. No, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think outside of maybe a couple more touchdowns, yeah. um, I don't think he could have, uh, have expected any better of a, a first game um, yeah, coming out and, and playing and, and starting off the whack era for uh, the Jacks. He's, he's a little slippery, too, when he decides to tuck it and run as well. So that was a, a great game by Trey Self. Defensively, the uh, WAC Player of the Week for, by Ticket Smarter goes to Trevor Williams from Sam Houston. The Bearcats uh, winning big on Thursday night, which was the opening night of, of FCS football, if you will, playing in Northern Arizona. Now, we knew Sam Houston, number one ranked team in the country. They you know, we're defending national champions, but you just never know. A game like Northern Arizona to start, they're playing at altitude. Northern Arizona's been a pretty good team over the years. They play in that dome. You never know what's going to happen there, but Sam Houston pretty quickly made it clear they're still the team to beat in FCS football. Yeah, that was a fun game to watch, and, and you're right in saying that, you know, Northern Arizona's no cupcake. I don't think anybody from the big skies at Cupcake. You look at what they did. I think they had oh uh, my three wins over FBS yeah. schools. Yeah, I like, Montana it's just, beat uh, Washington, main top 20 team. And, UC Davis beats Tulsa, and Eastern Washington beats UNLV in double overtime. Um, so anytime you're playing a team, it's kind of like playing a team out of the SEC, right? That doesn't really matter who it is. It's SEC football at FCS level. It doesn't matter who it is. It's big sky football. And, and Sam Houston went in there at altitude. Um, and really dominated that game. Anybody who was watching it, I think, saw that it dominated. They could have easily scored a lot more. Um, 
that there were maybe some dropped catches that that first game jitters there but um they they look good and and trevor i mean you got defensive player of the week he had a pick six anytime a linebacker has a 75 yard pick six yeah. at altitude i'm guessing he might have needed some oxygen there on the sidelines yeah, i know it, i would have when i saw it initially he's number one and uh, I talked to Colby Carthel last week and, and how the single digits have kind of become a thing in college football where the players select the nine players who get the single digit numbers and Trevor Williams being number one. I'm thinking, oh, he must be a DB. He's a little shorter. He's a linebacker. And, he's and a he, strong he was, linebacker. And he was, uh, he was going down the sideline at a pretty good rate of speed. Yeah, I would not want to uh, be in front of the Trevor Williams train there. He, he's a... Uh, uh, impressive football player. First career interception also for Trevor. So a pick six, no, nothing like that to start your uh, interception career. So Sam Houston also starting the year 1-0. and Lamar uh, beating North American in a uh, non-counter game there, uh, 47-3 to at home in Beaumont, Texas. Uh, we also had Abilene Christian traveling to SMU. You had a chance to go to that game. I did. I made made the trip out to Dallas and, and watched uh, – Abilene Christian take on a very good SMU team. That team is going to give uh, everybody in the Americans some yeah. trouble. Um, that's a very solid team. And and uh, the game got away from them late, but I, I think it was 7 nothing after the first quarter, SMU. And um, I, I think Abilene's going to be okay. And Kobe uh, Clark, uh, their, their fine receiver, he had a very good game, I think six catches for about 87 yards and a touchdown. SMU, you mentioned, I mean, they were picked number three, I believe, in the American, and the top two teams are in the top 25, so that tells you how good they're, they're going to be this year. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're a tough team, and I think any of our teams would, would, uh, would have a hard time facing off with, with that SMU team, but it was a good effort by the Wildcats there, and uh, it was really good with all the ACU alumni base in Dallas, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area that they were able to watch the Cats play in person. The nightcap, if you will, on Saturday was Dixie State hosting Sacramento State, another team from the big sky. The Trailblazers hung with them. It was 12-7 to at the half. Uh, they, they had some very good defensive efforts, but uh, at the end of the day, it was the Hornets coming out on top. Yeah, Sacramento State's a good team, again, out of the big sky. Uh, they're one of those teams that's, that's receiving votes in just about every uh, national poll right there. They're very, very close to being a top 25 team. So that's a good team, and I think it was a good effort by Dixie State. Uh, they got another tough one this weekend, though, with Weber State. They sure do. Uh, Weber State started out the year ranked number six in uh, FCS. They drop after losing to Utah, who's in the top 25 in the FBS, but that tells you about the week that was in FC FCS football. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was hard. I actually am a voting member on the uh, Stats Perform Top 25, and and uh, I was sitting at the airport in Dallas at Love Field and trying to fill out my ballot, and you have Montana that won. <laughs> you have, you're looking at all these things. Uh, uh, UC Tennessee. Davis, right? Yeah, UC yeah. Davis beat Tulsa. East Tennessee yeah. State blanked Vanderbilt, where we talked South about South Dakota it. State thumped Colorado State. Colorado State. Yeah. Holy Cross beat UConn. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> any, any whack fans that are new to FCS football, uh, FCS football is legit, and, and they proved it last weekend, and I think they're going to try and prove it again more uh, this week. So that'll be a, a game to check out. All the games on ESPN Plus, all the home games anyway, for WAC teams this week as Dixie State will be uh, hosting Weber State, and that's uh, going to be a, a night game there in St. George, Utah. We also have uh, Lamar traveling to UTSA. That's going to be a tough one because UTSA knocked off Illinois this past week. Illinois beat Nebraska in week zero. You know, it's always tough when you take your team onto the road for the first uh, first time in the season, and and um, you just don't know what to expect. And, and that UTSA, it's a good program. 
you know, former WAC program. We'll throw that out there, <laughs> right. albeit just for one year. Um, but playing in the Alamo Dome, obviously, um, that's one of the kind of the better known facilities uh, in in the country that that people know of. And and um, yeah, I mean, just you know, I I think Lamar's just going to want to go out there and and kind of like Abilene at at uh, SMU, just go out and try to be competitive, learn a little bit about your team, learn about give give players the opportunity to play against um, maybe some players that are bigger, stronger, faster, and what they can learn from that. And um, I think that's going to be one of those games that regardless of the result, the game film that they get from there is going to be very beneficial moving forward. Abilene Christian will be at home this week taking on Louisiana College. Sam Houston gets to play their home opener. I haven't seen, Chris, if they're going to be doing the ring thing uh, this week uh, or how, how that's going to work, but they do play southeast missouri that's that's a pretty good football team to come in and face the number one ranked team in the country yeah i think uh, huntsville is gonna be rocking on saturday <laughs> um you know it, it's just it's their first home game since they won that uh, fcs title uh, up in frisco in may and um you know i think it's just going to be a, a fun fun time o- o- uh, all around but southeast missouri like you said they're they're no cupcakes so uh the bearcats are going to be have to be on it but i think they're going to have the crowd support behind them and uh, I, I think the Bearcats will be just fine. Stephen F. Austin uh, with the 1-0 record. They go to Texas Tech of the uh, Big 12, so a tough game for them. That'll be a 6 o'clock Central Time start on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, I, you know, I think we saw what SFA did against Tarleton last week, but now they get to go up against a very, very strong Texas Tech team. So um, it'll be interesting to see uh, how they respond again, just like I mentioned with Lamar whenever you take your team on the road for the first time in the season, you learn a little bit from there. And, and um, you know, our, our buddy Colby there in Nacogdoches, yep. he'll pack his boots and, and head, head there to Lubbock and hopefully give the Red Raiders a fight. Tarleton will be hosting Fort Lewis, a school I know a little bit about uh, from the RMAC there. That'll be a 6 o'clock start central time also on ESPN+. Plus. So four teams uh, with home games this weekend and then two on the road, as we mentioned. So big week of whack football ahead. It is, and it, it again, it's just exciting. And, you know, one of the things I really like just, just looking at the schedule is we have five games on ESPN Plus and one on ESPN3. So, you know, our, our friends out there in Bristol, I mean, it, it's exciting just to be able to know that you're going to be able to see all their games. On my Xbox, I can watch four games at the same <laughs> time. It's really cool. Um, it's a little overwhelming sometimes, but I'm sure I'm going to be doing that on Saturday and, and having – having multiple games up and, and watching those and kind of moving around. Um, so, you know, it's, it's fun. And, and, you know, we're talking football right now, but on top of that is, is all the success that we're seeing in other sports and um, men's soccer. I'm the men's soccer contact here at the WAC as well. And we had two top 25 upsets on Monday night with uh, Grand Canyon beating Oregon State and Seattle U winning at Duke. Um, yeah, I know we've had some big volleyball wins. We've had some big women's soccer wins. So it, it's just a, a exciting weekend to watch the WAC. Yeah, men's soccer, Grand Canyon ranked in the top 25. They lose to Washington. No no shame there. I That's, think number five, Washington. <laughs> yeah, team they played in the NCAA right. tournament last year and then come back to beat Oregon State. And then we're going to have, I think, Oregon State playing Seattle U on right. uh, Friday night. That'll all be on ESPN Plus, their soccer debut. So, yeah, plenty to watch. So if you want to check out uh, the page, the WAC page on uh, ESPN Plus, there's going to be plenty of events going on there when we come back we're going to talk to paul peterson the head football coach at dixie state you're listening to the whack podcast 
Series Tires is the official tire of the Western Athletic Conference and for over 65 years has been providing tires with unbeatable quality at an unmatched value. Whatever the vehicle and whatever the terrain, Hercules Tires invites you to ride on our strength. For a retailer near you, visit HerculesTires.com. Welcome back to WAC Football Friday. My name is Eric Danner. We're now joined by Dixie State head football coach, Paul Peterson. Coach Peterson, how are you doing today? Eric, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Good. Yeah, coach. Thanks for joining us on, on this episode. This is your, your third season at uh, Dixie State. Kind of, a, kind of a weird couple of three seasons here. You started out in Division II. You played in the spring last year. Now you're playing in the fall. How have you been able to prepare for those three kind of dramatic changes? Uh, it's been a little bit of a progression. You know, our kids have bought in and are excited to play at this level with this awesome competition. And obviously joining the WAC has been a big plus of that. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like we're just continuing to get better and growing and getting the resources we need here on campus to help them be successful. And that's my goal. You had your home opener on Saturday night against Sacramento state, uh, come out uh, on the wrong end, I guess, 19 to seven, but coach, you, you were in the game all the way. What are some positives that, that came out when you watch game film on that? Yeah. You know what? I think we just, we missed a couple opportunities offensively that, uh, we needed to take advantage of a couple overthrown balls that maybe maybe change that score a little bit. It's, it was 12, seven, I think late in the third, you know, and, and, uh, we, we just, uh, we couldn't, we couldn't execute at the high enough level that we needed to, 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 to put the ball in the end zone. I thought our defense played really well and it was, it was good for our, our kids to be able to pad up, especially in the springtime and now seeing, um, how much work they put in the summer to be able to play a, a, a top opponent like Sac state and, um, compete at a high level. So, you know, we, if we just continue to get better and, um, that's, that's, that's the goal. We had a chance to meet you and some of your players at the WAC football preview uh, back at the end of July, Coach. And Cody Wilstead is a guy, even when we saw the football players from all the other schools, he, he kind of stands out. Uh, one reason, because of his height, but he's he's such a big guy playing quarterback. And he, he really looks like a Division I football player. And obviously, you're doing the transition from D2 to D1. What, what does he bring to the table for you guys? Yeah, you know, Cody, Cody was uh, voted a captain from his, from his peers, and that says a lot about what type of person he is. Um, he's, he's, he's big and tall, and he can see the whole field, and he can make all the throws on the field. He's slippery for how big he is, too, so he can extend plays. Um, you know, we're still, we're still trying to uh, coach him up on some technique things to be able to stay on the football field to, uh, to score some more points, and he, he takes it harder than anybody. And so um, really good competitor. We're lucky to have him on our team. Uh, you start off the season here, you had Sacramento State at home last week. You get to host Weber State this week, only team in the WAC with two home games to start the season. That's got to make you feel pretty good to kind of get that part of the season. You get to have the home fans and, and your field there in St. George uh, for your first two games of the season. Yeah, it was, it was a great turnout. It was a little warm uh, this past weekend. This weekend, expectance probably similar um, but we, we hate, we hate Weaver state. We hate the color purple. Um, you know, that in that in-state rivalry is always healthy and, you know, uh, coach Hill's done a really good job up there and we've been in some recruiting battles with him and um, they've, they've kind of set the standard really high and um, have an established program. So, so for us, it's a big opportunity to showcase what we can do in the state and we're excited to bring him down here on, on, and, and, and um, on, on that nine 11 date, you know, we're going to, memorialize that and, and respect all of our, our veterans and those people that help keep us safe. Um, so it'll be a fun, fun game, fun day to, to, to uh, play football. Well, coach, if you hate the color purple, you're, you're going to have a lot of hate for in the whack here with Thurlton and Stephen F. Austin. Teams, huh? yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's good. We hate that too. <laughs> <laughs> now, Coach, uh, you, you mentioned Weber State in-state rivalry there. They were ranked number six in the country to, to start the season. Your schedule this year, looking at it, it's 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 a gauntlet. Uh, you, you have a lot of ranked teams. I think six teams in the FCS top 25 that you're yeah. going to play this year. Did you know that when you put the schedule together that it was going to be like that? Or did that is that just kind of how it came together? Yeah, it just kind of came together that way. You know, I think, uh, you know, Dr. Booth had 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 these teams reaching out and him reaching out to them as well to, to be able to put together this, this top schedule. And, and for me, it was, it was, it was easy. I was like, ah, we're not going to play that team, you know, or come on, bring it. We want to play, we want to play the very best. If we're going to compete at this level, why, why, why not? Why would you, why would you want any other schedule? We wouldn't want a soft schedule. There's going to be some challenges and some bumps and um, we, we need, we need this experience. So if we want to play at this caliber and, and, and be a potential playoff team here in the future, we've got to, we've got to see the very best. Right, you sooner rather than later, right? Yeah, absolutely, Coach. Now, you played at Boston College, uh, a major program. You've coached uh, several places around the United States. Did, did you know uh, coming into Dixie State, did you have an idea that this was what it was going to be like year three, that you're going to be in the FCS and that you're going to be, you know, a team that, that could compete with maybe some of the top teams in the country? Yeah, I mean, there's there were some whisperings about this uh, this jump to Division One, and and it was in it was in the plans and process of, of me being able to come here and help take that but I mean I our, our kids have just bought into what we're trying to trying to do having to have, have a great culture um, where they take care of business in the classroom and the community and give back and and um, you know playing play a really good brand of football and be, be tough be tough kids that uh, that want to represent our school well and I think like I said I think they bought in and they're working their, their tails off and so you, you put that combination together with recruiting great kids and having a good culture and we're just going to continue to get better. We're going to play Weber State on ESPN Plus. That's an eight o'clock Mountain Time kickoff. So a little later than than the rest of our games, so everybody can can kind of focus in uh, on your matchup there with Weber Coach. Now, after the first game, as far as the defense goes, you had Tyrell Grace and thirteen tackles. Defense play played pretty well. How, how do you grow on what you saw against Sacramento State this week on the defensive side? Yeah, just to talk about Tyrell a little bit. You know, a, a, after the game. Um, uh, our SID was introducing him and, and um, said, said he, he was a freshman. I looked at him, I said, you're a freshman. So he's just a puppy dog and he's, he's making plays all over the football field, tall and long and physical. We're lucky to have him. So he's got to continue a, a bright future. And there's, there's quite a few guys like that on our team. that are just freshmen that are playing. So we just keep, keep, keep them, uh, keep them working hard. Our defense, uh, super tough. Love what coach Enna has brought to the table uh, with toughness and, and adding on a, a few wrinkles that, um, um, that maybe Sac State wasn't ready for being that first game, but um, it really helped us be able to be able to slow them down a little bit and and shoot. If we could have just gave, got a little bit of momentum and stayed on the field a little bit longer offensively, it would have helped them out even more. So uh, ex- excited about the way they're playing and, and some good leadership on that side of the ball with Malaki Malaki, our captain at linebacker. And uh, um, Livingston Pongolfe had a really good game too and the D-line transfer for us. And so uh, we're just continuing to get better. Coach, on the offensive side of the ball, what's it going to take to get a – a few more points on the board this week. You know, I, I like I said earlier, I think we had a couple missed opportunities. We had a couple overthrows on some plays with guys wide open on a post and a go route down the sideline that, uh, that that was early in the game that I think um, would have given us a chance that, you know, the second one overthrow, um, you know, gets us 14-12 game and it's maybe a little bit different there in that second half. But um, so you got you can't you can't have those missed opportunities when you're playing a, a good team. And I think we were just kind of waiting to to have someone be able to make a play. And I felt like 
you know, we'd get a first down and we got off schedule quite a bit. Um, you know, we like third and fours, third and fives, and we didn't have too many of those. We had some longer down the distances. So we got to take care of the ball that way and, and play smart, smart football and control, control the game. And, and I thought we, we, we are a hurry up offense, but we hurried up to, to our detriment instead of our help. So we'll, we'll work on that for sure. And Coach Peterson, I want to thank you for taking some time out and joining us here on WAC Football Friday. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And check out our website at waxsports.com.